We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. A young girl covered in her own blood was found lying in the grass by a man who was out on a morning bike ride in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Um, on May the 31st, 2014. This young girl was 12-year-old Peyton Lautner. Lautner had celebrated her best friend's birthday the day before. She had no idea, however, that the preteen sleepover was nothing but a scheme to kill her by luring her into the woods, masterminded months before by that very same best friend, Morgan Geyser, along with Anissa Weir. The case quickly became a national news story, and not just because of the age of the perpetrators, but also because of their motivations. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Horror House. I'm Dom. And I'm Amy. And as always, thank you for joining us this week. Thank you for choosing our podcast to to scratch your true crime itch. We appreciate yeah. it uh, and we love you. Um, that sounded Gross. far less disgusting in my head more than it did out loud. Uh, Amy. favourite true crime <laughs> STI? <laughs> How's your true crime itch and how are you doing? Better now that I've got the cream. Um, oh, God. <laughs> No. Oh, God. <laughs> We're making it worse. Um, what was the question? I'm confused. Yeah, I'm good. I'm a little Lord. bit flustered now, but I'm good. Um, I am excited to be back with true crime-ness. Oh, yes. That, that was a sentence. <laughs> that was. That was, that was good I had English. like a whole intro planned. I had like a yeah. whole intro. I was going to talk about so many things, but then... STIs came up and I had flashbacks. <laughs> the true joking. crime. I've never had an STI. Don't you find that quite surprising? <laughs> I've literally never had one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I literally just gave you a free pass and you didn't even use it. So, fine. I know, but I'm nice. I'm a nice Yeah, You would person. think you'd learn not to be nice to me by this point. <laughs> uh, I've got too much love for you. You're all right, Aww. I guess. Um, despite my STI. Despite your true crime itch, which you should probably get <laughs> checked out. Um, no, it's, it's cool. <laughs> um, I'm very excited to, to talk about some, some more true crime as well. Um, this one is, is a little bit less um, jovial, uh, I'm afraid, than, than our last true crime. I was about, last, about to say last true crime episode. Um, our recording that we did with Leo and Stephen, um, which will Isn't be out, out soon. Yeah. Um, but this is a little bit less jovial than 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 that one. But it's still it's still quite an interesting case, and I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, For sure. But before we get into into this week's case, Amy, I believe you have some true crime news that you would like to share with our lovely audience. I do. I do have some true crime news. Um, definitely didn't find it 30 seconds before we started filming the episode because I forgot again. Um, that uh, didn't happen. We, 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 are, we are not nothing if we're not professional. We are, exactly. we are professional 
we we know what we're doing we know what we're doing normally i'd have it on screen (laughs) but instead i've got it on my phone because once again (laughs) i forgot um Uh, i will remember next next time i'll remember because i feel like this is one of those times where i had a really good idea and then i've just failed to execute it properly so far which i'm i'm not going to rag on you because i'm i'm knowing me i'll probably forget next week so i'll withhold actually (laughs) as as i've been looking on my phone for true crime news another piece of i mean it's i don't think it's a crime but it is true news has just come up um so this is breaking this is hot off the press right brace yourself because i'm excited i'm pretty sure you're going to be too (laughs) burger king right (laughs) are now doing cheesy dorito chicken fries what the fuck that sounds good that sounds amazing (laughs) order now only at burger king doritos cheesy chicken fries they already did the flaming hot but now they're doing the cheesy you have proof read that that is burger king uk right yeah Okay, good. Why would I get Sometimes they don't specify. (laughs) I hope so. But sometimes, like, you'll scroll Facebook and, like, a McDonald's Australia thing will come up and you're just like, okay, that's great for Australians. Doesn't really help me so much, though. Yeah. No, it's definitely UK. So if you're based in the UK, go get your cheesy chicken fries. Go to Burger King and get get your... Nommy nommy fries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Burger King haven't told us um, to, to put that up. No. We just love food. We, we just like the sound of it. Also, every time I look at my phone, I keep getting <laughs> distracted by my background, which is Mr. Carter. I went to see Frank yes. Carter last week. Who? It was great. I met my future husband and we're going to be very yeah. happy together in the future. You were so close. You could have licked the sweat off of him. Couldn't you? Ames? I really wanted to. I just, I just oh, didn't God. want the start of our beautiful romance to be a sexual assault. <laughs> but if, if he'd have come closer, I, I would have licked him and had no regret. Um, so, <laughs> true crime news. My true crime news for you today is a little bit close to home. Um, so I'm sorry if we fit. I feel like I'm kind of dragging us down a little bit with this story. But we'll see how you feel about it. Um, Korean true crime fan murdered stranger out of curiosity. Um, okay. Yeah, a Korean court has given a life sentence to a true crime fan who told police she murdered a stranger, quote, out of curiosity. Um, young Yu Young, which is really hard to say if you're saying it fast, um, 23, had been obsessed with crime shows and novels and scored highly on psychopath tests, police said. Um, fixated with the idea of, quote, trying out a murder, she used an app to meet an English language teacher, um, stabbing her to death at her home in May. Prosecutors had asked for the death penalty, which is still around in South Korea, um, a request typically reserved for the gravest of offences. They told the court that young and unemployed loner who lived with her grandfather, not doing much to help the stereotype oh, there, God, that's harsh. young, Um, (laughs) had been on the lookout for victims for months using an online tutoring app to find a target. She contacted more than 50 people favouring women, asking them if they conducted lessons at home. 
Um, in May, posing as the mother of a high school student who needed English lessons, she contacted the 26-year-old victim who lived in the southeastern city of Busan. Um, the victim hasn't been disclosed, I assume, because the case is still ongoing or has only just finished. Um, Young then showed up at the tutor's house dressed in a school uniform. This literally sounds like a movie. It sounds like a movie. Um, dressed in a school uniform she bought online. After the teacher let her in, she attacked the woman, stabbing her more than a hundred times, continuing Jeez. the frenzied attack even after the victim had died. Um, she then dismembered the woman's body and took a taxi ride to dump some of the remains in remote Parkland near a river north of Basan. Um, she was arrested after the taxi driver tipped off the police about a customer who had dumped a blood-soaked suitcase in the woods. God damn. Um, on Friday, a sentencing judge in the Busan District Court said the killing had, quote, spread fear in society that one can become a victim for no reason and, quote, incited a general distrust among the community. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean... I like true crime, <laughs> oh, but I'm not going to kill anyone. That's wild. And that, to be fair, like there are probably more people that commit murder due to an interest in true crime and how it feels than we would like to assume. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I think, I think I'd be curious if I was going to die anyway like imminently like if he said to me amy i'm really sorry to have to tell you this but you're gonna die next week i'd be like well dom that's a bit shit and also what qualifies you to make that judgment but (laughs) if it's true then there's some things that i'm gonna want to do in my last week before i die and i think one of the things that will cross my mind is i wonder what it's like to kill someone but i don't think i'd actually do it because yeah I mean, unless they really deserved it, and I thing... can't think of anyone that genuinely really deserves it. I don't, I don't know if I'd actually be able no. to do the deed. Yeah, there, there's definitely there, there definitely must be something not quite right in your brain to even have the impulse to act on it. Like, yeah, it's one thing thinking about it, but then you know, actually doing it is entirely another thing. Um, Complete stranger as well. Like, like, if you're going to want to kill someone, mad. just kill someone that's actually, like, wronged you. You know? Kill kill someone that you know to be horrible or, you know, yeah. someone that's upset you. Don't just randomly find a tutor on the internet and kill them. That's, that's just insane. That's just so that's cold. And, yeah, yeah, just, just yeah. disconnected, isn't it? It's just very odd. Yeah. But, yeah, she got a life yeah, sentence absolutely. anyway. Um, The death penalty is still around in South Korea, but they haven't actually killed anyone over there since 1997, so I don't think that's going to be the case, but she did get a life sentence, so don't kill your tutors. Uh, Yeah, uh, we're not advocating murder of anyone in general, don't do that. Um, I don't want to like (laughs) find that one of our listeners has decided to go on a killing spree, because that would just be a bit Yeah, but to be fair, I think (laughs) if one of our listeners decided to go on a killing spree, then you know who the fucking victim's going to be, right? Yeah, I can you imagine? It's yeah. like a coup to take over the podcast. So we're the ones that who they kill, and me. then they take it over. If one of our listeners comes to kill you, <laughs> can you just text me to let me know so that I can prepare? And I'll do the same if they kill me. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. 
Okay, I'll give you a heads up. I'll be like, just, just give me John's a coming to kill me, just so you're aware. Well, we live like an hour and a half apart, so yeah, if they no, kill you, true. I've got an hour and a half to get my shit together and get out of there, and likewise <laughs> the other way around. So, you know, I think I've got a feeling I'm more likely to get killed. I think people I would. would find me easier to replace than you, so... Uh, or would more likely debatable. want to be on the podcast with you. <laughs> so I'm probably in line. <laughs> and besides, I, I, if you message me saying someone is coming to kill me, I would, I would be a, a nice person, and I would, I would go all the way to Essex to to fight him off, and then there would be a train delay, and I'd be like, well, fuck. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, Ames. <laughs> Looks like you're gonna die. My train's cancelled. Fucking National Rail. <laughs> Replacement bus service isn't going to get me there in time. <laughs> Sorry. Fine, just bring snacks. Oh, oh no, wait, dear. I'll be dead. Never mind, ignore me. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, what? I think I've gotten confused. I'll get to your house and be like, oh, sorry, Ames, I ate all the snacks. Oh, wait, no, she's dead. Oh, no, you're it's dead. Fine. It's okay. Yeah, just feed tank. That's, that's, that's it. it, really. Here, Dave. Do you want some snacks? <laughs> it's probably quite uh, quite hard work killing someone in it. Do you want some? Do you also, want some biscuit? If we have any listeners called John or Dave, we're really <laughs> sorry. We're not assuming that you're killers. Um, you're probably lovely. No. Say hi. No. Please don't. Hi. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't really met any bad Daves or Johns, so you guys are you guys are pretty sound. Yeah, you guys. You're are all right. <laughs> it's probably more likely to be like a, I don't know. A Richard or a, a Steve. I can imagine a Steve killing me. <laughs> All of our Steves. <laughs> Just like, why are, you t- why are you talking about me for? <laughs> Steve, if you're listening, kill me slow. <laughs> kill me slow and kill me softly. Um... With your song. <laughs> okay, let's move on. This is getting weird. On, oh, on with the dear. true crime. On with the true crime. More true crime. Mm. <laughs> this is the main true crime dish. Because that we're was fans. Appetizer true crime dish. Um, this is yeah. the the entree. Is that oh, yeah, yeah. the right word? I don't know. I, I um, anyway. I think so. Amy, do you know anything about the Slender Man stabbings? No, I know about Slender. Sorry, I thought I was going to do a red <laughs> wine bet. Um, I know about Slender Man. Is that the same? I mean, it's related to the Slender Man stabbing. Okay, then that's the extent <laughs> of my knowledge. No, I've not heard of it. I didn't know there was such a thing as the Slender Man stabbing, but I do know what Slender Man is. And, yeah. Okay. That, that's all I've got. Okie dokie. That's, that's quite all right. You are excused. Um, it's quite a... I don't think it's a very well-known case. Um, no. I... I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. Um, so I thought it was, you know, a, a good case to talk about because it it sort of gets lost within, obviously, the, the more major well-known cases, I think. Um, so, and, you know, we, we like to, to give a bit more focus on lesser-known cases um, over here rather than, you know, the big cases that everyone's done. So... Thought, you know what? Let's talk about the Slender Man stabbings. Um, well, are you ready, Amy, to get stuck in? Yes, I am. 
more than ready to this juicy entree, which we think is the right <laughs> word. I think it is. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's app- appetizer, entree, dessert, right? I don't know. Yeah. We just call it a main course. Plus, entree just sounds swanky. Fancy. And it makes me sound posh. Entree. The amusement. <laughs> cool. So, um, before we get into the actual crimes themselves, uh, I thought we could we should talk about Slenderman for for people who don't know who Slenderman is. Um, I'm sure there are people out there that don't. Um, so, a little bit of background on on our our long boy, our long boy. Um, he is a fictional entity created on the Something Awful online forums um, for a 2009 Photoshop paranormal image contest. Um, he is considered a creepy pasta, which is a horror-related legend that is shared around the internet. Later on in, in sort of the Slenderman lore, I suppose, um, other people added to the legends um, surrounding the figure by writing fan fictions and producing artistic representations um, of the figure. And in most of these representations, Slenderman is a tall, slender figure with a white head and face, which is entirely devoid of features. Um, He is depicted as wearing a black suit and is sometimes shown with tentacles growing out of his back. Um, Which, I mean, the, the images of Slenderman do actually look pretty cool. I will admit. I, like, a, I didn't know whether to admit this, but seeing as you've mentioned it, I've got a bit of a slender man crush. I mean, he's he's a snappy dresser. Like, he he's good. tall. He's got, you know, he's, he's tall, he's pale, and he looks like he might kill me. What's not to love, you know? <laughs> and, he's got a fo- and he's got a face devoid of features. And that's yeah, the kicker. So I don't have to hear that's... him talk. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, um, what's not to love? Would make kissing him quite a weird experience, though, because you'd be kissing oh, like yeah. the void. Um, so I'm sure we could do something with a tentacle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Seen enough hentai to know where this is going. <laughs> Just the one tentacle, or, or eight <laughs> of them? Okay. More the merrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't think about the lack sorry. of face. Okay, I didn't. I didn't think about it. But I don't know. There's still a bit of a. I've had a crush on pretty much every cryptid that we've brought onto yeah, the show, true. so it was never all for different reasons. Yeah, as I well. Did find the good like Krampus. Um, Krampus was the wit. Was an entirely different reason to Mothman. His entirely different bar. reason to. Yeah, Mothman is the yeah. booty. Krampus yeah. is the the horns. <laughs> the horns, the, the tongue. Um, the tongue. The oh, yeah, the tongue. The really long tongue. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I yeah. think I've got a problem. You're just a a, a really big cryptid lover. A cryptid slut. <laughs> cryptid I'm put slut. That on t-shirt. There's probably a subreddit for that. Um, there is. <laughs> <laughs> the stories surrounding Senderman um, claim that the creature may make people experience paranoia, coughing fits, and amnesia. And he is frequently shown hidden in the woods, um, which is important for for our case. Um, speaking of which, let's get into the actual 
true crime aspect of today's episode. Let's talk about today's actual case. In 2014, um, Lautner was a sixth grader in, I think it's pronounced Wakisha. It looks like that's how it's spelt, so I'm going to go with that's how it's actually said. Um, Wisconsin, when Morgan Geyser and Anissa Weir attacked her after a slumber party at Geyser's home. Um, the night before, they had been celebrating um, Morgan's birthday. Prior to the attack, Lautner defined herself as upbeat and optimistic, um, saying that she made an effort to find the good in everybody. Um, much like Amy here, likes to find the good in every cryptid. Yeah, I think it's a little bit different. She likes to find the good in everyone. And I like to find the the sexy in everyone. But yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I, I know I do this all the time and I will learn it one day. But how old is sixth grade? Because I always get confused. Is that quite So hard? I believe that they were all 12 when this happened. Okay. Okay, so like year eight. Yeah, because yeah, year seven is about like what? 11 years old ish yeah roughly 10 11 something like that okay got it um i'll, I'll learn one day i promise i, I mean I, I if someone asked me you know how old is like you know seventh eighth grade i would have no idea so don't worry about it too much good. i just wanted to get the, the right vision in my head um, <laughs> but yeah that's that's quite young it is it is um it really is so Weir, Geyser, and Lautner reportedly started attending uh, Horning Middle School. Socially isolated, oh God, that sounds familiar, um, Weir and Geyser discovered a saviour in Lautner. Lautner noted that even though Geyser was, quote, a little lonely, lonely, she appears to be a content girl when they were all friends. Um, Lautner described their activities as, quote, all the things that kids do, including playing outside, having sleepovers, and drawing. Um, Lautner added that she had regarded Geyser as her closest friend and somebody she could trust. Words that would, unfortunately, later on become quite painfully ironic. So around this time, um, Weir was introduced by a friend to the horror fan site Creepypasta. Uh, where people posted fictitious descriptions of imaginary monsters and other supernatural beings as factual uh, encyclopedia entries, such as the aforementioned Slenderman. Um, Weir would start to think that Slenderman was a real um, factual you know, thing, um, and Geyser also developed an obsession with the figure. She even thought she had spoken to him telepathically in secret, um, which sounds like I get having imaginary friends, but oh, I think that's I mean, a to bit... be fair, if you're going to have imaginary friends, aim high. You know, yeah, true. Go, go straight for Slenderman. Why so, not? That, that is a fair point. My, like, who's your imaginary friend? Oh, this is, this is Gareth, you know, and then he's like, oh, who's Gareth? yours? Like, this Slenderman. Oh my God. That's the first name that came to my. If any Gareth, Gareth's listening, I'm sorry. Any any name <laughs> ever, like you could have picked something cute or like, you know, a, a hot girl name, but instead you went with Gareth. I actually know a Gareth, and Gareth, if you're listening, I'm really sorry, but that's that's not an imaginary friend name. Like, go wild, you know, that's a real person name, but not an imaginary friend name. I I I panicked. I'm sorry. Fine. Okay. 
What name would you... Fine, you give a name and we'll go with that one. This is my imaginary friend, Lucius. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's good, right? Lucius is a good name. Yeah. It is a a good name. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm game. He's the one I use when I'm alone at night. (laughs) So, yeah, Lucius. Good to see you again, Lucius. Wouldn't... Wouldn't be as good as a cool friend as a uh, good as imaginary friend as Slenderman, I suppose, would it? Let's be honest. Well, no, right. exactly. But anything that I make up isn't going to be as good as Slender. But the run you run the risk of when you tell people that your imaginary friend is Slender. A, you're admitting he's imaginary, and B, everyone's going to be like, "Yeah, right." Like <laughs> as if Slenderman's going to hang out with you. Don't know Slender Man. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, like there was a girl at my school who used to say that her best mate was Emma Watson. And we were like, it's just yeah. true. Like, Stop trying there. too hard. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it led to quite a lot of bullying. But then don't don't say that your best mate's someone that isn't like. Government. So. Uh, Weir was approached by Geyser um, around December of 2013 uh, with the suggestion that they act as, quote, proxies for Slenderman. Um, naturally, this implied that they would have to take a life to demonstrate their devotion uh, to this uh, ent- entirely made-up character. Um, just want to hammer that one home. Um, yeah. Weir would show no hesitation in agreeing um, and the two of them began plotting their scheme to kill Geyser's closest friend um, or closest friend should I say um, Weir would state quote I was excited because I wanted proof that he existed because there are a bunch of skeptics out there saying that he didn't exist uh, for months they would um, coordinate the Slenderman stabbings as they were later Later coined, um, whispering and using code names in public um, so as to not raise suspicion. Uh, Geyser would say, quote, like for knife, we used cracker. Um, and for the killing, we used words like itch. And oh, you've been asking me if I'm itchy wouldn't... this whole episode. Are you going to kill me? <laughs> no, I was actually saying, I was actually... You know, that was the plan for, for both of us to kill. Okay, don't worry. Don't worry. You've ruined it now. You've ruined the whole plan. I'm sorry. You fucked it up. God damn it. We could have got away with it if it wasn't. <laughs> this is what happens when you only let yourself know the code and not me. It's only a code if more than one person knows it, Dom. Well, I didn't want to go around saying cracker because that would just make me a bit racist. Yeah, that's true. And if you keep talking about itch, people are eventually going to send you to the doctor. So. It's, yeah, yeah, it's people... not the best code, thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I would use, to be fair, for code names. Yeah. <laughs> like, but... For knife, I'd maybe go with banana. Banana. Yeah, true. handheld. Similar shape. Um, And for killings, I'd maybe go with Sneeze? Could you could you get away with sneeze? I want to sneeze on it. Uh, I don't know. Actually, it's only a matter of time before could. I sneeze on it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. pe- that that would just. I, I don't think that would raise suspicion. I think people would just be like, "So, what's his obsession with sneezing on people?" Yeah, why are you gross? More than anything, stop being gross. 
<laughs> and then if, um, if yeah, you I decide don't know. that you suddenly didn't want to kill them, you could offer them a tissue. Like, no tissue. True. Like, stop it. Don't don't kill True. them. Don't, True. Don't sneeze on her. You're going to need a <laughs> tissue. It's cool off the killing. I forgot my banana. I don't know how the banana oh, came into it. But, yeah. Uh, it's just turning into like an entirely new language. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Oh, Until the, we all just get so confused that I get completely full of rage and just kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as I said, um, they they coordinated the the plan for months, um, and it wouldn't be long until Weir and Geyser would finally put their plan into action. Um, and what was the plan? I I hear people ask. I hear the voices in my head ask, what was the plan? What what was the plan? Um, well, the plan was as follows. Invite Lautner to Geyser's birthday party, where the three girls would be alone together. Kill Lautner, pack their bags, and walk to Slenderman's mansion, which they believe stood in... Oh my god, that is the most unpronounceable word I've ever seen in my life. Just give it a go. I can't even... I can't even... Commit. Cheku Migon, Nicolay National Forest in northern Wisconsin. Um, sure. Th- yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in a forest. So wrong. Let's go with it. It's, it's a national forest in northern Wisconsin. Um, I cool. should have just said that. Um, so um, here they would be welcomed by Slenderman um, with long, open arms. There's, there's a whole lot of Delulu going on here. Yes, um, it was. And there is a reason for the Delulu, um, which I believe oh. I will talk about uh, towards the end of the episode. Um, Delulu was not the Salulu. Uh, Lautner said that she had no idea what the two girls had planned for her in the name of um, Slenderman when she arrived to Geyser's 12th birthday party. Um, before picking up Lautner, the birthday girl and her accomplice would go to um, Anissa's house. Here, they packed a backpack with clothes, um, granola bars, and water bottles, in addition to a photo of um, Weir's family. I mean, after all, Anissa didn't want to forget what her family looked like while living in Slenderman's humble, humble abode. Before being brought back for the sleepover by Geyser's parents, the three would skate together at a nearby roller rink and have frozen yogurt, or yogurt, for our American yogurt. listeners. Yogurt. Um, Geyser and Weir later informed investigators that they had originally intended to kill Lautner that night as she slept, um, but the plan was changed to kill her the following morning at a local park. Um, Lautner would say, quote, I, rem- I remember waking up. They had already gone, woken up and gone downstairs on the computer. Um, so I woke up and went down with them. Um, we had donuts and went to the park. <laughs> oh, been holding that in for a while. Um, Lautner would state that Geyser had suggested going to the park in the morning and that she typically wouldn't have permitted, wouldn't have been permitted to go without an adult. Um, however, being with friends and also um, as it was her birthday celebrations, her mother allowed the three girls to go on their own. Um, the plan to kill Lautner was once again altered 
um, when the girls arrived at the park. Um, Weir said to investigators that she recommended taking a stroll um, and playing, or she was, uh, no, that she uh, recommended taking a stroll um, and playing hide and seek in the adjacent adjacent woods. Uh, Lautner would state they wanted to go on a walk um, and I didn't think much of it. It's just a walk in Waukesha. What bad stuff happens in Waukesha, Wisconsin? It turns out. Yeah, um, as as cold as it sounds, that will that will very much come back to to haunt her um, yeah. a little bit later on. Um, Lautner thought that they were going to play hide and seek in the woods, um, but Weir motioned for her to lie down. Um, quote: Anissa told me to lie on the ground to cover myself in sticks and leaves and stuff to hide, in a sense. Um, but it was really just a trick to get me down there. Um, with Lautner on the ground, Weir would tell Geyser, quote, go ballistic, go crazy. Morgan then jumped on her, quote, best friend, um, pulled out the knife she took from her home and started stabbing. And she would stab unrelentingly. Um, Lautner would be stabbed 19 times in the arms, legs and torso with a five inch long blade. Two of the wounds that she received would be to major, major organs. Uh, one missed a major artery of her heart by less than a millimeter, and another went through her diaphragm, cutting into her liver and her stomach. Um, when Geyser finally climbed off of her, um, Lautner screamed, quote, I hate you. I trusted you. Uh, quote, she said that she couldn't see, um, that she couldn't walk, and that she couldn't breathe, Anissa Weir would state. Um, the 12-year-old told Lautner to lie down um, while they went to get help, which, of course, they had zero intention of doing um, because they very much didn't go and get help. Instead, they went to a local Walmart, cleaned up, and spent a few hours around Wakisha until they were discovered by the police sitting in the grass uh, near the interstate. Um, they had intended to hike around 200 miles from their current location to meet Slenderman in his mansion, uh, known as the Slender Mansion um, in the uh, National Forest. Um, that's, I, I can't even bother to, I can't even be bothered to walk to the shops, which is literally a 30 second walk from my house most days. 200 miles is crazy. That's commitment to Slendy, I guess, but. Also, can we just take a moment for Slender Man Chun? I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, but it's... Um, I mean... A little bit of brevity to the stabbing. I'm a little bit gobsmacked. Like, it doesn't happen very often. Normally, I've got plenty to say. But I just don't get... Maybe you're going to cover it. Maybe I'm jumping, jumping the gun a little bit. But I don't get how you can believe in something that you've seen on the internet so much that's so obviously not real that mm. not only do you think, oh, well, I'm going to kill this girl to prove my devotion to it, but also I'm going to go and live in its mansion that also probably doesn't exist. Yeah. I just, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Lot of delusion. Yeah. Um, and I, I will go into yeah. it towards the end. I figured um, we'd talk about it. But but obviously, there is some psychological um, things at play here. 
um, yeah. which would probably explain why it was so easy for for both of them to believe that Slender Man was actually was actually real. Um, you know, and it's it's crazy. Like they're twelve years old, and they've that's come the up with this entire me. plan. It's madness. Like, I don't even know what I was doing when I was twelve. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just got a wee dance mat, and that was basically my life for three years. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's. So think of this. Like I was aware of Slender Man. I think maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. What year was this? 2014 was when the attack took place. Oh shit! The I mean, <laughs> we we weren't young, Amy. <laughs> I was I wasn't 12. <laughs> put it that way. Um. But yeah, I just, I just I can't think... imagine as a 12-year-old having that even enter into my brain, like let alone with a friend. Yeah. Like, I never looked at my friends as a 12-year-old and thought, I'm going to kill you for an internet creature. Yeah. yeah. And obviously it, it's what makes the, the whole crime even more shocking. Not only yeah. the fact that it was motivated by wanting to devote yourself to something that's not real but the age of the girls at the time as well it's you know i think the only other case that i can remember covering of of someone around this age is mary bell which was our which was the first ever episode of the podcast and she was like 10 years old when she committed her first murder yeah i i had a moment where you were like Oh, committing a crime for something that isn't real. And then in my head, I had had a very fast track to, well, we can't prove he's not real. And then another step (laughs) further of, well, also how many crimes and murders have been committed in the name of religion, which we also can't prove is real. So maybe we're not, you know, a million miles from a lot of things. Um, Not that I'm comparing. No, that's a good point. Not that I'm comparing Slender Man (laughs) to Jesus. But <laughs> Slender Man is kind of like Jesus in that we can't prove either of them existed. Yes. Actually, we can prove um, Jesus existed, but not that he was the son of God. Let's... I'm, I've, there's a tangent gonna, that we can't go down. Let's, let's um, <laughs> But it's not outside of the realms of possibility that you would kill for something that you don't necessarily know is real. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So while they were able to wash the blood from the knife and their hands, um, their clothes were still spotted um, in red. Um, The two girls would confess immediately. Uh, Geyser clarified that if she didn't kill her dear friend, because this is what best friends do, um, he, obviously the Slender Man, would kill her entire family. Um, Quote, it was weird. I felt no remorse. Uh, I thought that I would. Um, I actually felt nothing. Um, although Weir was said to have felt bad about the stabbing, she also believed the attack was necessary um, to please old Slendy. Oh, I don't know if I like Slendy as a nickname. Mm. <laughs> I think if it refers to a creepy pastor, it's fine. If it refers to a penis, it's less. <laughs> if so. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't know how. Don't know if, people, if if someone was like 
I'm going to call your penis Slendy. I don't think anyone would be yeah. particularly overjoyed with that. I think <laughs> when I'm trying to make someone feel good about how their penis looks, the first word that doesn't come into my head isn't slender. Ooh, Look how slender, slender it is. Look how slender it is. It's so, it's so slim. Um, it's so slim. You know, it's just... Oh, God. Yeah. No, I, I like Slender for, for him, for Slenderman. Slendy's a great nickname. It makes him sound kind of cute and kind of like he won't kill your whole family. So, um, obviously, Lautner, um, seriously injured at this point, um, bleeding and being left for dead, um, was actually able to do what many couldn't believe that she would have the strength to do. Um, and that was pull herself out of the woods and into the open where someone could find her. Which, after being stabbed 19 times, is pretty impressive. impressive. Pretty yeah. impressive. Like, that's just... Go, girl. The mental strength that she would need to do that is insane. I can barely drag myself out of bed in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been stabbed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I stand up out of bed and, you know, all of my joints crack so i don't think i'll be doing doing that in that situation um yeah that's impressive yeah that's like pure will to survive yeah yeah i that's... mean there's probably a lot of adrenaline involved there as well like pumping through you at that yeah. point but yeah the fact that she's that injured like 19 yeah, yeah. times 19 yeah. times with damage to your internal organs and yet still able to crawl out of the woods is just yeah respect so uh, she would say quote i got up grabbed a couple of trees for support and then just walked until i hit a patch of grass where i could lay down um it was there in quite a ridiculously big stroke of good fortune at the end of big ben road that a bicyclist would find her and call 911 um police and emt workers arrived and lautner would be rushed to hospital for emergency surgery. But before we before we get into the second part of this week's episode, I think now is a good time to take a, a wee little break. Wee little break. Amy, what do you think? I think so. I think so. I, I need to find the same will to survive as this guy has. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if a five-minute break is going to do that, but I'll certainly try. Um. Cool. So we we are going to take a break and we shall see you in just a few minutes. Hi, creeps and freaks. Creepies and freakies. I'm Michelle. And I'm Courtney. And we are in the nick of crime. We come to you weekly with true crime, some spook spooks, and a little bit of comedy. We focus on being a voice for victims. But we also like to rake the offenders through the coals. We can never really seem to take ourselves too seriously, but we do hope you'll join us. So keep it creepy and stay freaky. And we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Hey, creepy people. 
This is PNW Haunts and Homicides. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Cassie. Together, we explore stories of the paranormal and true crime throughout the Pacific Northwest. For each episode, we do a tarot reading to help us gain some insight on the topic as we share the facts of the case and our interpretations. You can find our episodes featuring true stories from infamous cases such as the misdeeds of Boeing, as well as lesser-known true crime cases like the murders in Tunnel 13 as well as our spooky stories from Pike Place and Raven's Manor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you'd like to listen. Have Have a a creepy-ass day! Welcome back to part two um, of this week's episode. Um, Amy, what do you think of the case so far? Finding it weird that it's real. Like, I I think it's two factors, really, isn't it? A, it's the fact that it's for Slender or in the name of Slender, which anyone relatively sane, I think, would come to the understanding that he's not real. But then it's also mm-hmm. the fact that they're so young. Like, mm-hmm. they're just young girls that should not be thinking about this kind of thing, and they, they've ended up doing this. It's all just a bit... It's it's a lot of factors yeah. that make it very unbelievable, and yet somehow it's true. It's, yeah. it's a very odd case. Um... I'm... And I said it to you in the break. I'm I'm really shocked that I haven't heard about it. Like I feel like this is the sort yeah. of thing that should have been maybe bigger news than it was. Cool. Are you ready to to dive into the second part? I think so. I think I'm ready. So after performing emergency surgery, um, the medical staff at Pro Health uh, Wakisha Memorial Hospital um, were quite taken aback by the severity of Lautner's injuries. Um, the stab wounds she suffered to her arms and legs had only damaged the soft tissue. However, as said earlier, the two to her torso had hit major organs, um, with one cutting through her diaphragm into her liver and stomach, and one penetrating her heart, um, uh, very narrowly missing a major artery. How close uh, to a major artery was this stab wound? Well, um, as said by Dr. John Kellerman, um, who, epro- who operated on Lautner, um, he said, quote, if the knife had gone the width of a human hair further, she wouldn't have lived. A very, very lucky girl, indeed. Imagine cheating death by the width of a human hair. That's insane. It would make me adverse to hair. I'd probably <laughs> shave my head. <laughs> just... But I never no, want to see a hair no, again. No, never want to see... A single hair strand again. No, um, I don't even want to think about how skinny that is. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Like I, I thought about it when I was when I was writing this up, and I was like, oh, like just the the chances of of, of that happening must must mm. be astronomical. Like you probably a better chance of winning the lottery. Um, yeah. But yeah, she managed yeah, to very, survive very by. I mean, not lucky, obviously. Her best mates have just stabbed her. But lucky in the sense that it could Yeah, 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 definitely. So um, we said earlier when when Lautner said that she sort of dragged herself through the woods um, and into an open area where she could be seen, that was quite, you know, mental fortitude, you know, is is crazy. Um, In in addition to that... um, 
Lautner would leave the hospital a week after the attack and she would return to school the same year. What a fucking legend. I love him. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolute warrior. Um, That's insane. Absolute warrior. So we we touched on it earlier, um, you know, that there's something more at play with the two girls. Um, you know, there is there must be some sort of mental um conditions uh at play is it drugs it isn't drugs um no no drugs i was so sure no drugs um so uh so geyser would have numerous hallucinations as a child um including seeing ghosts colors oozing out of walls and imaginary friends um named maggie and sev um one frequent vision was of a man, Geyser called It, who stood behind her in mirrors or moved around corners, such as the Slender Man does. Um, Geyser's mother, Angie, claimed that she went into, quote, uh, quote floridly psychotic mode following the arrest. Uh, correctional guards observed that Geyser kept ants as pets, pretended to be a cat, and talked to herself quite often. So she she's not quite all all that put together as cold as that sounds um no but then i don't know i think a lot of 12 year old girls do some of that stuff yeah like 12 is quite old to have an imaginary friend but in terms of like playing pretend like pretending to be a cat and stuff i think that's I don't want to say it's normal because I personally didn't do it at that age. I saved that for when I was adult. But um, <laughs> it's, I don't think it's that unusual. I don't yeah. know. I don't really know what I'm talking about. I'm not a child psychologist, but <laughs> it doesn't seem that far from just like normal play. Hmm. Like it's, to- I think the only thing about having the imaginary friend in that particular case is that it's quite, the imaginary friend is doing some quite creepy stuff. Like yeah. normally you hear about a kid that's got an imaginary friend and they're like yeah. doing normal kid stuff. Like they're playing normal kids games. They're coloring together. They're, you know, they want to set them a place at the table so that they can eat together, that sort of thing. They're not haunting them in mirrors and following the corners, which is a bit. Yeah. Maybe that's fine. Yeah. Um, the the whole talking to herself often I have an inner monologue inner monologue with myself um, so if I didn't <laughs> maybe talk I should myself, be concerned I'd forget half of the things <laughs> I needed to do in a day <laughs> granted most yeah, of the time you, you it's when really I forget com- yeah like you can have really I, good forget. conversations with yourself <laughs> I'll forget to do stuff and most of my conversations with myself are oh for fuck's sake Amy like I, I berate myself a lot <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it's. If you didn't know what she'd done, I don't think you necessarily would have brought those things into play. It would have just been Fair. kid stuff, and then yeah, now it looks weird because she yeah believed in sending and stabbed a girl. So, uh, Geyser would be transferred to the uh, Winnebago Mental Health Institute. What a what a name for a mental institute. I love it. <laughs> Off yeah. to the Winnebago. Um, in the autumn of 2014, uh, so that her competency to stand trial could be assessed. On October the 22nd, 2014, 
uh, Geyser was given a diagnosis of early onset childhood schizophrenia, which might explain why she was seeing mm. colors oozing out of the walls and all of that other stuff. Does gummy sound like drugs? Not that I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amy. How would you know? Yeah. My mum listens to this, <laughs> so I don't know is the official line. Um, but you, you, you're going to make just... you're going to make a vet very, very disappointed in you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, vet. <laughs> yeah, weirdly, I'm more concerned about upsetting your mum than I, than I am about upsetting my own. Like. Carol doesn't give a shit. She did some crazy stuff in the 60s. Um, well, no, she was uh, in the 60s. She was like 10. But anyway, I don't think... It's, it's really difficult. Normally, when someone's done something like this and we find out that they're psychotic or or they've got a mental... They've had a mental health break, I'm a bit like, well, that's no excuse. That's, um, you know, you're still in control of your faculties and you shouldn't be killing people but I feel a bit differently in this case because mm -hmm. I, I don't know I think it just comes down to her being so young like I yeah. don't really think you when you've got all of that going on in your head mm. and no one to really talk about it with that's so much for a, an adult to deal with like to have to try and deal with yeah. all that alone causes such damage in adults. So what the hell is it doing to a 13 year old or a 12 year old who is not only contending with all of that, but also can't disclose it to anyone, can't, you know, talk to her parents about it or anyone at school about it because they'll bully her and is also going through puberty. Like, fuck me, 13 to like 15 for girls is just the shittest time. Like, you're mm. basically having a psychotic break anyway, let alone mm. actually having a psychotic break. So it, it's struggling to not feel sorry for her. I know she's almost but, potentially killed someone, like she's been close to killing someone and she's done something horrific, but it's quite, it's just a very extreme case, I guess. Yeah. I think with children, there's always a bit, it's always a bit more complicated, isn't it? Um, so yeah, um, she was given a, a early onset childhood schizophrenia, schizophrenia, um, diagnosis, but rather than treating her and giving her medicine, um, they would concentrate on educating Geyser about the law in order to get her ready for trial. I okay. don't know. If, fucking late, but all right. Yeah. Uh, she's 12. I don't know if she's going to grasp the law that easily with a schizophrenia diagnosis, one, and being 12. <laughs> it's, it's not even that. Like, it's... Granted, those two things aren't going to help, but why are you teaching about the law now? Yeah. She's she's already done something bad. Like, yes, she needs to understand that it was wrong, but now's not the time. Teach her about the law after the fact, you know? Yeah. Very, very odd approach. And also, get her yeah. on some medication. Fuck's sake. So, after almost six months, um, Geyser was deemed competent enough to stand trial. So um, I'm just pouring a drink, and I don't know if the mic picked it up. So, if the mic did, pick uh, no, up, I'm not wetting myself. <laughs> not for me, it's, anyway. It's just a drink. <laughs> She's wetting herself. 
Um, Don't whisper. You know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. See, see, Amy's, you know, now at that age where her bladder control isn't great. Oh, um, fuck off. You're like a year younger than me. Shut <laughs> up. If I'm pissing myself, you're almost pissing yourself too. So. <laughs> If I'm there, then you are, you are close. <laughs> yeah, you are close. This is what's coming. <laughs> so uh, after the investigation, um, Weir would be charged with attempted second degree homicide, um, with which is a class B felony, uh, and Geyser was charged with attempted first degree homicide, um, a class A felony. So I don't know if this was controversial at the time, but I can imagine the media probably, you know, probably had a few things to say about it. Um, but Weir and Geyser were both waived out of juvenile court and would face adult trials due to the seriousness of their offences. Um, hold your thoughts on that, because I'm going to ask you at the end of the episode what you think about that particular move. Okay. Um, Lautner did do an interview. Um, I believe it was... Uh, when was it? It was around sort of the end of the 2010s. Uh, I can't remember the exact year. Um, and she was asked um, what she thought of them being tried as adults. Um, I don't have the exact quote in front of me. Um, I'm paraphrasing, but she she essentially said they committed they committed an adult crime, and it's not like they stole something from a shop, which is you know a, a lesser crime and you know they they essentially she was like they tried to commit murder which is an adult crime so therefore they should have been tried as adults that's essentially the gist of what she said um but we'll 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 get into that a little bit later um because i'm quite intrigued to hear what you what you think about that um in 2017 um we would enter a guilty plea uh, to a, a reduced charge of attempted second-degree murder um, and was found by a jury to be not guilty by mental disease or defect in 2017. Um, Geyser agreed to a plea deal um, that she would not go to trial and would be assessed by psychiatrists to decide how long to stay in a mental health facility. Um, later, uh, after entering a guilty plea, she was given a schizophrenia diagnosis and ruled not guilty due to mental illness or defect. Um, Anissa uh, Weir was sentenced to 25 years to life, um, an indeterminate sentence involving at least three years locked in confinement and involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute, followed by communal supervision until the age of 37. Uh, Geyser received the maximum sentence possible, 40 years to life, again an indeterminate sentence that included um, at least three years of locked confinement. Um, additionally, she was ordered to undergo involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute until all of her symptoms resolved or until she turned 53, whichever came first. Um, this was to be followed by ongoing community supervision regular re-evaluations and or reinstitution and additional treatment as required um so there are some recent i would say developments um with 
with Anissa and Morgan, with the two girls. Um, in uh, 2024, um, so very recent, only last month, in fact, um, Geyser filed a release petition um, with the court. Um, she had made a previous attempt for release in 2022, but with uh, withdrew her request two months after filing it. Um, her 2024 petition is scheduled to uh, scheduled for hearing um, in April of this year. Um, as for yes, um, as for Anissa, during a court proceeding on March the 10th, 2021, um, Weir, who was 19 years old by this point, um, submitted a letter to the court stating that she was quote. Uh, sorry and deeply regretful for the agony, pain and fear I have caused, not just to Lautner, but to my community as well. She would further state, um, quote, I hate my actions from May the 31st, 2014, but through countless hours of therapy, I no longer hate myself for them. Um, Weir was ordered by Waukesha County Judge Michael uh, Bohren to be released from the Win Winnebago Mental Health Institute on July the 1st, 2021. Um, the judge gave state officials 60 days to create a conditional release plan um, and mandated that case managers from the State Department of Health Services be assigned um, to Weir in order to monitor her progress until she reaches the age of 37, which is the duration of her commitment. Um, Weir would be freed um, from the Institute on September the 13th, 2021, subject to quite a number of conditions, including a 24-hour GPS tracking program and a prohibition against leaving the county without authorization. Um, she also won't be permitted to use social media in any way, and her internet usage will also be closely monitored. Um, mm. She will also need to take medication and a caseworker will physically accompany her to therapy sessions on a regular basis. Um, during her probation, she will also have to live with her father. Um, there is a little update when it comes to those stipulations and that is that on September the 11th, 2023, um, the GPS stipulation was removed. Uh, all the other conditions, as far as I know, stayed in place. Mm. Okay. Hmm. What are you thinking That's... about? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of time, money, government money, um, going into her being out. Mm. I wonder if that same amount of money had been put a bit more into better rehabilitation if it would be necessary to have all of those stipulations in place. I can't imagine, it's but a I think point. you generally get a vibe with people when we're talking about these cases and that comes to a point where they're let out. You get a vibe as to whether, okay, they're still potentially dangerous or, okay, I think yeah. this is done. You know, like they, they've <coughs> taken something away <coughs> from their time in prison and they're they're okay, you know, they're safe. And and this, to me, gives yeah. the latter. Um, but that's a lot of 
resource that's going into just monitoring her and I don't I guess I wonder if it's all entirely necessary yeah um I mean maybe okay, you can let's put it this way if they... you think about the fact like no, neither of us have committed a massive crime to anyone's knowledge um and um <laughs> you think about who you are now as a person today like you know sitting here recording this podcast compared to the person that you were when you were 12 years old i know from my point of view i'm a completely completely different person and a lot of that comes from developing my own personality and understanding a bit more who I want to be as a human and and what I like, what I don't like, what is, what feels right for me and what feels wrong, you know, how I want to be perceived by others. There's a lot of factors that, that come into that and that's a natural change. You know, I, I haven't been to prison. I haven't, you know, had all of that time in jail to think about that I haven't had stipulations put on me now as to how I live my life and I've still gone through that change so someone that has been in prison and that has been presumably actively encouraged to go through that change across a number of years surely they're better off when they come out that they don't necessarily need to be regulated in the way that she is or has been you know like the gps track knowing where she is is probably a good idea that that one i can kind of understand but having her live with her father having her medication monitored and things like that you're almost sort of saying well we're letting you go but we're not gonna give you free will like we're not gonna let you be a functional adult, no matter yeah. how much you've changed. You, and and you, I'm not sure I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I mean, you could say, if you're giving her all these conditions, is she really ready to be released? Um, exactly. Um, and also, at tw- uh, 30, <laughs> 32-year-old Dom is just as socially awkward and uncool as 12-year-old Dom was. Just want to put that out there. Um, it's uh, all right. Bad example. Not much has changed but... on that front. <laughs> Twelve-year-old Dom was probably trampled my point. Um, um... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting decision, and I can imagine at the time it was a controversial one. Um, because, yeah. like I said, if you if you're attaching all these conditions to her maybe keeping her in the mental institute for longer is a better option um yeah because i mean i'm I'm gonna ready yeah sorry no i'm gonna wait for the bit where you say it's okay for me to talk about her being tried as an adult (laughs) before i keep going because there's a lot of crossover (laughs) but yeah okay lautner um would speak with ABC News for the first time about the incident in October 2019, uh, which was where I um, got sort of her thoughts and then being tried as adults from. It was 2019. I just couldn't remember the year. 
um, okay. and she was 17 at the time. Um, she explained that she didn't think much of the hide and seek game when they asked to play in the forest because she thought that it was, you know, kids being kids, essentially, you know, they were just playing a, a harmless prank. Um, uh, quote, I didn't feel anything because my body was in shock. She told journalist David Murr, I believe, um, quote, I got up and just walked until I hit a patch of grass where I could lay down. Um, I shouldn't be alive. I really shouldn't be after what happened. Um, despite the horrible nature of her ordeal, uh, Lautner has acknowledged that she was able to derive at least one benefit from the whole instant. Um, and that was a clear life goal. Um, quote, I wouldn't think that someone who went through what I did would ever say that. But that's truly how I feel. Without the whole situation, I wouldn't be who I am. Um, regarding the question of what she would say if she ever saw Geyser again, um, Lautner responded that she would, quote, thank her, uh, which surprised me when I read it. That was an answer that I didn't expect her to give. Um, but she would she would thank her because the attack inspired her to pursue a career in medicine. Um, following uh, Weir's release, um, an Associated Press news article from September 2021 uh, disclosed that Lautner had left uh, Waukesha County, was attending an undisclosed college as a sophomore, and worked a part-time job. Um, the family spokesman, Steve Lyons, dis uh, declined to name the college or her employer, for obvious reasons. Um, he did say, however, that she has bought her first used car and has two cats. Um, and I think, Amy, you'll appreciate the names of said two cats, uh, which are called Salem and Lilith. Love that. Although I was concerned for a second there that it was going to be Maggie and Sev. <laughs> oh, God, can you imagine? Yeah. That would be that. Salem and Lilith are far better. Much <laughs> Glad better. that she went with those. Yeah. Um, and that is the end of our case. I thought that was a nice little bookend to to wrap things up on. Um, so, Amy, you're probably chomping at the bit. You have thoughts, I imagine. Um, I do. Thoughts, feelings. The floor is yours. Oh yikes! Um, <laughs> firstly, Lautner is. What a woman. Just an incredible woman. Like, yeah. I'm a fucking vengeful bitch. If, <laughs> if someone hurts me, I want to hurt them back. That is yeah. just my nature. So for her to have come away from all of that and be able to get to a point where she can thank the person that, or even think to say thank you to the person that did this to her because of what it gave her, I think is just incredible. And... That's yeah. aside from the fact that she was able to withstand all that she withstood and still get her, herself to like a point where she was able to survive it. I think she's absolutely incredible. Um, and I don't want anything I say after this point to detract from because that is definitely like my main takeaway from all of this. Uh -huh. um, I do, however disagree with what she said about them being tried at the courts okay. um i think I, I can't remember what the exact quote was but she said about 
the crime she... that they committed being an adult crime. Yeah, that was and exactly. Yeah, I, the I, the gist. I don't think crime has an age bracket in that way. I think the point of being tried as either a child or an adult doesn't relate to the crime that you committed. It relates to your ability to comprehend crime as a whole at the age that you're at when you do it. I think as a 12-year-old, everything that I spoke about earlier in terms of where you're at in your mental development, what you're going through, particularly as a girl, but also as a guy, you know, at at puberty and and the changes in your body, your hormones, let alone the fact that you, you are schizophrenic means that your ability to comprehend a crime and the consequences of your actions is severely inhibited. It's it's not what it would be as an adult when you've been through some of those changes, when you understand, you know, the world and the way it works a bit more and you're a bit more solid in your own sort of personality and behaviour. It's it's two very different things. And and that is why or that's where the, the differentiate you you know, differentiating factor is, is you can either understand what you're doing or you can't or you're not developed enough to be able to understand it and and I don't agree that they should have been tried as adults I think that even even though they were the outcome and the fact that they were given adult adult sentences but like the equivalent of adult sentences yeah goes against everything that prison is supposed to be about like how is that supposed to rehabilitate those yeah. kids because well, they... they were kids yeah they they it was mental institution that they were sentenced to mental institution prison. sorry yeah but even more so you know validates the point even more how how is that supposed to aid yeah. in their rehabilitation yeah if they're being put away in whatever institution they were put away in for an adult amount of time. It's just not... I'm not excusing what they did. You know, it, it's horrific. It's... it's. They knew it was wrong. You're definitely at 12 years old. You understand what's right and what's wrong. And you know that harming another human is a bad thing to do. But there's levels of comprehension within... And as a child of 13 whose mental capacity is very, very, very disabled. You just can't compare it. And and that's yeah. my, I think, my main. It's the, probably the only thing that I'd ever disagree with Lautner on. Anything else that she told me, I'd be like, yes, sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Not a problem. You're a fucking legend. I'll do what you say. But they shouldn't have been tried as adults, in my opinion. Okay. That's fair. Um, that was way more than you asked for, and I fully appreciate that. But <laughs> that—that's no, my opinion. I, I knew, I knew you had thoughts. I wanted to give you the floor. Um, <laughs> you, you can see it. You can see I, them building inside me. I—I <laughs> could. You, I, the th- I saw you throffing at the mouth when I ended yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I, I was you know, go away. Go, go 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 crack on, Amy. <laughs> it's all yours. I think as well. There was um, probably a lot of public pressure. You know, if, even if you just take them yeah. out of the equation, the fact that it was such a 
a horrible crime and the fact that people would have wanted to see justice there's there's a lot of public yeah. pressure to to try in the way that people would have <clears throat> wanted to see them tried so maybe that factors into it as well um yeah i mean doesn't necessarily make and the I think, right thing but has yeah. to be taken uh, into consideration on both sides you're going to have different opinions aren't you you know Lautner and her parents probably would say try them as adults um whereas you know other people would go they're 12 years old don't try them as adults um because they're not adults they're kids um you know i i and it sort of reminds me a little bit of the power of the internet and i know that makes me sound like a such a boomer um but just the power of the internet and what it can do to people who who might be easily led because of their age or because they have schizophrenia. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying when you think about it from that point of view. But Amy, um, would you like to see us out for this week? Um, and I hope you enjoyed listening to that one. I absolutely did. It's, um, yeah, definitely one of the stranger cases that we've covered. Um thank you so much for listening um, hopefully you enjoyed it too and it was one that you've maybe not heard of um, sorry for getting so hit up about it but you know it's what we do <laughs> um, yeah. if you enjoyed listening to the episode or watching the episode if you're watching on YouTube hello um, please Hi. hit the subscribe button um, like comment Q&A all of those things all of the ways you could possibly interact go ahead and enter those acts with them. Um, we appreciate it, and it helps us out a lot. Um, if you want to support us financially, you can do so. You can head over to the Buy Me A Coffee link, which we all know what it is at this point, um, but you can chuck us a little bit of money for some coffee if you um, Yes. Next week, we have a another true crime episode, but one that is pretty much as far different from this one as you can get so we'll go with it <laughs> okay <laughs> um but until then as always stay spooky stay spooky you lovely lovely people So remember, Amy, if you want to get into Slendy's mansion, try and find a different method of getting there than this. <laughs> yeah. I've still got a crush on Slender. <laughs> Haven't changed that. It's the tentacles, isn't it? And what you can do with I those tentacles. I didn't realise he had tentacles. Right? I, I just didn't know that was a thing. I, I knew about the soup and yeah. I knew about him being tall. Yeah. and slender yeah. and the potential for death and those things were the only things that I needed then I found out he also <laughs> has tentacles so hello I'm swiping right yeah. yes slendy you were like you you were like you had me at potential for death <laughs> oh yeah you had me at no face <laughs>